Charlie. How old are you? Seven and a half. Welcome back to Midhouse Mayhem. Welcome back to Midhouse Mayhem. That was good. Do you think we should kick Tron off the podcast? Yeah. Can you draw Tron? His head's really big. <laughs> <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> Do you know chat? Is that looks like a troll. <laughs> this one making him short. You gonna hold hands with Tron. Mayhem. He is Chad Christensen. I am Tron Smith. And man, we, you know, it's funny. We start out this day um, and, and you never know. You never know what you're going to get. And then we get little Charlie to come in here. Yeah. And it's, it's, it changes everything, you know? It make it, it, it makes life easier, doesn't it? Puts you it, in a great mood. It really does. You're like, okay, whatever. What's next? Let's you know, go. The, the kids, Let's they go. just come in and they got a positive attitude and oh, they're running awesome. around and they don't have a worry in the world. And right. Just, and that's what I was going to say. As we become adults, you kind of forget, you know, you, everything here. But as a little kid, you just run around yeah. and be like, hey, when we get an ice cream. It's like you on a golf course. You just, <laughs> just run around and, and, and I'm too that. giddy. I'm too giddy. <laughs> you know, I tell you, a lot has been going on. You know, one of which oh, I, I noticed your picture. I know. You know, I had to, I had to give a shout out. Because I went to a concert of hers, and she probably was 55, maybe 60 at the concert down in Des Moines. And Nikki and I left, and I said, that woman has more energy than I will ever have in my entire life. And the concert was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, it's, phenomenal. T- it's Tina Turner. It is Tina Turner. I mean, and that's why I wrote Simply the Best. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't go wrong with Tina You Turner. can't go wrong you know, with Tina. Once she got rid of Ike, you know, things just yeah. blossomed. You know? <laughs> well, and I have, I have a very short list of people that I would have liked to have hang, uh, like hung out with for a day. You want to hang out with Ike Turner? No, man. Why are you bring him into it? She was one of them that I oh, said yeah. I just would have liked to sit down, had a conversation mm-hmm. And just chilled with for a couple hours. Yeah, that yeah. she's that kind of person. She seems to be, you know, just from reading and following things, a great person. And of course, from an artist standpoint, um, probably. I mean, she's got to go down as one of the best. Uh, yeah, I mean, changing history. Yeah. Period. Yeah, so, so we we got a chance to do that. You know, I tell you, last night we also uh, started uh, the the band shell. Uh, what is it called? Yes, what, what is it the half show. Half show. It's the it's band, band at the half show. Band at the half show, uh, right down uh, downtown Ames. And yep. I tell you, we do that every year um, uh, here at Wilson Toyota. We we sponsor that, and it's just a great mm-hmm. thing to go down. And we take a different vehicle down every week, and we and we're down there. It's just a really good if you like music and like to hang out. It was well represented. And what was neat was we had like three or four customers that were in here looking at cars, and they were like, "Hey, we're going to the band show. Y'all coming?" And so it was kind of neat that we had people that were here that were then going there. And I was like, by the way, we're sponsoring tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So we check sponsor, us out. We sponsor all year, every year. Yeah, you it's know, pretty cool. Summer. It's really neat to get down there. You and I will have to make it down there at we some will. point. It'll be fun. Uh, hang out down there. And uh, everybody's like, yeah, sure, Tron, you're going anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll go down there. Also, we had the opportunity to hear, um, celebrate uh, Memorial Day 
here. We Absolutely. Over that. And man, what a what a great event. You know, it's really cool to come out and have uh, you know all you guys spend time and and go and rev, you know see your loved ones and past Correct. and things like that. Correct. But then we also had a, a little first cookout of the year. It was the first one of the year. Many more to come, but this one. What I like about this one is that the people that come in. We see the people, right? The ones that are here every hot dog outing and hamburger outing. But then you actually see people that come in to say thank you yeah, for actually doing and doing it on Memorial Day, well, it's which a, was nice. It's, it's a good thing, and we always enjoy seeing the customers. And that's the great thing about um, us here at Wilson Toyota, 2212 South Duff Avenue, just a short drive from Rainier and Metro, uh, our great sponsor. They're always looking to be in the community, whatever, whatever right. that looks like. And, and big, big ups. You know, you don't know nothing about them big ups. You know, big ups to to Josh and 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 Smalley for doing the cooking. They had correct. They had the grill and the blackstone going. They had Josh everything was, going. Man. Josh was burning them dogs hey, like a no good. We ran out of the first round of hot dogs at like ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> we I, did. Well, it was like we were having a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> so Josh did a good hey, job. Hey, you know of who won that. last year with that? By the way, don't you? Was it you? No, man. I think Tabor ate eleven. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't even sound right. That's like eleven. No. Brad uh, had nine. Tabor ate eleven. Eleven. It, cow yeah, hooves. Not, it would anyway, not be good. Uh, we also had uh, we also had Ryan Smalley who did a good Correct. job doing burgers. But Correct. you know what? We could never miss the opportunity to thank our proud sponsor here, Wilson Toyota. Again, that's twenty two twelve South Tuff Avenue, just a short drive from anywhere Absolutely. here in the metro. They do a really good job of giving us content and giving us the the time and the space to do this thing, just so we can talk about the automotive industry and they, and they are a big part in that industry. So we always appreciate. Uh, you know their their representation and being a part of and if you want to know what's going on uh, at Wilson Toyota and you are a social media uh, guru uh, that runs our social media make sure you get after <laughs> us and check us out at Instagram and Twitter at Wilson of Ames I like and it. if you are a Facebook or TikTok person at Wilson Toyota of Ames and of course if you really want to get down with the get down and roll with the big dog you can always reach out to at Big Strong, that's two G's when you're as big as I am on Twitter, and at Big Ooh. Strong one on that Insta chat, right? Ooh. Get after me, right? Do all that. But hey, you know what? It's always fun. You get into this thing and you have these great conversations about what's going on. Right. But today, I just really want to touch a topic that I think is in every consumer's mindset, right? The toughest decision, other than buying your house and a few other things, but when it comes to the automotive industry, the toughest thing you have to waver through is who makes the best vehicle, right? There's all these consumer reports and there's all these magazines and all these things like that. Uh, so everybody that comes in and every time I go somewhere, someone says, okay, so let's be honest, who makes the best vehicle? Right. Who makes the best well, vehicle? And, and you know what? I think that it is more and more of a topic since COVID hit personally. And I think people had more time to do more research, more time to think about things, more time to say, okay, what's important to me? Mm -hmm. Instead of going out and making like a, a quick decision because of the look of a car. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, I think the looks, I think for a lot of times, um, some of the domestic buyers they or domestic manufacturers, they did a really good job of having eye appeal on their car. Mm -hmm. And if you go back uh, to past history uh, and you ask the consumer, most consumers would say, if you want something that looks great, you want to buy a domestic. But if you want something that runs great, you want to buy a foreign made vehicle when right. it comes to Honda, Toyota, things like that. So sure. that was always that that weird uh, perception of who makes a car that looks good and who makes a car that runs good. Well, I'm going to try and help uh, as many people as I can today. So the first thing I'm going to tell the consumer is this. Everybody makes a good car. Okay. 
No True. one makes a bad car. True. Some manufacturers just make them better, right? Doesn't make every other manufacturer bad. It just means that some of them makes the better. So right. it really comes down to the attention, the detail. Right. Okay. What kind of things are of certain manufacturers doing that other manufacturers don't do, and why don't they? Okay. Mm. Why don't they do these okay. things? Well, I'm gonna tell you. The first thing that comes into play is cost. Yes, right? of course. What does it cost a manufacturer to simply put a soft touch leather on the dash as opposed to a hard plastic? Right. Okay? That takes money. It takes cost. It takes That's a right. lot of cost. So when you start looking at vehicles, you start seeing the difference. If a vehicle has a soft touch on the dash and on the door panels, right. more than likely that, could, that manufacturer has a little more attention to detail. Right. There's a little more invested into that vehicle. Uh, the other thing that I'll tell you to extremely pay attention to is the fit and finish Ooh. of a car. Okay. Right? The Let's number go. one thing that people miss when it comes to trying to figure out who makes the best car or why should I buy this car versus that car, mm -hmm. pay attention to the fit and finish. Right? What do I mean? Yeah, so it's gas. Explain yourself here. So most people, when they think fit and finish, they always think, man, what do the wheels look like? What do the interiors look like? Things like that. Yes, those things are important. But when you really want to buckle down to it, I want you to pay attention to the things like in the trunk, underneath the trunk. Is it covered or is it open? Right. Right. Did the manufacturer have enough detail and that they pay enough attention to say, man, I really want this fit and finish to look good. So I'm going to cover all those wires and all that open metal mm -hmm. that's underneath the, the trunk lid mm -hmm. of a car. Yep. When you go and you look at a car, pay attention to these kind of things. The backside of the seat. Is it covered or can you see the metal? Is it exposed? Mm. Where was the manufacturer trying to cut corners to save cost? Mm-hmm. People normally say, and now, yeah, we work for Toyota, so I'm just, I, of course, I'm going to speak on Toyota because yes. I work for Toyota. Um, if you ever look at a Toyota, they, they their attention to fit and finish mm -hmm. is extremely high. So when you open that trunk lid, you're going to see that it's finished. Even the rail, even the parts that actually hold the trunk, mm. is that metal exposed, or is, or did the manufacturer take the time oh, to yes. actually cover it? Mm. Right. When you start trying to figure out who makes the best car. It's also going to come down to, man, why is this car more expensive? Of course. Right? Why is, it, why is a Toyota Camry more expensive than a Ford Fusion? Right. Right? Right. Well, and you've already said it, too, and it comes down to a very simple statement. It's the little things. But they're really not little things if you look at the big picture. Well, and I'm not going to go into some of it yet because I know I, I want you to, and I, but I've got some things for I'm you I'm listening here. to you. So, you know, well, it's simple things like airbags. 100%. Right? Well, when how we many airbags are in a Camry? Eight. Ten. Twelve. Ten. No, there's ten. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, there's ten. <laughs> right? And, it's not, and, it's not, and most manufacturers have eight airbags And they in have the eight in the others. Right. Correct. The, the, the thing that I will tell you, I'll bring you to attention to this, is where are those extra two airbags? And why does it make that so important? Okay. Then. And I'll tell you. So in your car, you have a front airbag that comes out. Mm -hmm. You have a side curtain airbag. Yep. And then you have a side seat mount airbag. Correct. That means if you have impact on the side of your car, that side seat impact comes out. Yes. It catches the impact. Correct. Right? I always call it the bubble. Right. Now, the side curtain catches the glass and mm -hmm. anything that may hit you in the head. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then the front, you know, helps you all there. Yep. Now, Toyota and a lot of other manufacturers have gotten into um, wheel seats, which prevent whiplash and things right. like that. Ask your manufacturer, ask your dealers right. about that. It's good information you should know. Um, but the, one, the two that I want to bring to people's attention are the two that's in the back seat. Right. Most manufacturers do not put side seat mounted airbags mm -hmm. in the rear seats. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Because why would you do that if you can save costs? Because I was just going to say it's about money. Well, the government says you only have to put them in the front, right? right? So you put them in the front. But here's my question to you. Your best prized possession in your household are your children. Correct. Where do they sit? Back seat. Depending on age, facing forward or backwards. I'm not saying that other manufacturers aren't good manufacturers. I've said that already. But man, a manufacturer that thinks about, man, where would your kids be sitting in the event that that accident happens and you get T-boned? Well, man, if the mom's in the front seat and kid's in the back seat, the kid's going to take the brunt of that if they don't have a side impact airbag. In the the Toyota Camry, it's there. And that's one of those things, too, where you you sit and think about, so what, there's a $1,200 difference between the cars? Right. Let's just say, right. So are my children not worth twelve hundred dollars? Well, and I mean, if you're thinking about the big picture, well, right? that comes to anything. I mean, when you start thinking about now, we're kind of jumping around here, right. but it still has to play a part. Uh, you start thinking about I always think about puddle lamps on a car. Mm-hmm. You know what a puddle lamp is, right? Yeah. Yep. Puddle lamp. You know what a puddle lamp is on the car? OK. Most most consumers, if you what if you the manufacturer about? or the salesperson doesn't say mm-hmm. you ask them what's a puddle lamp, they say, I don't know what a puddle lamp is. Right. Um, a puddle lamp is what sits underneath your side mirrors. Yeah. Right. Yep. Your, your side mirrors that are on the side of your car, yep. they sit underneath, and what they're what they're there for is puddle lamp. The lights come on when you unlock your car. That's you right. can see that there's water you so you don't step in it. Correct. Right? What's the puddle lamp worth to you? What would you pay for it? So I actually now you know had this. I know, but I've had a conversation with, with my wife about this, mm-hmm. and, I, and she parks in a ramp. She leaves late at night, right? How much is that puddle lamp worth to me when she's walking up the car and she hits the button and it lights up before she gets there? 100%. Come on now. And I think that's what people forget about. They, they forget about, yeah, it's going to puddles. But the truth of it is, man, if you hit unlock and you're in that parking ramp and, and you see right. that someone's laying underneath your mm-hmm. car and they're going to grab you, that puddle light becomes a lot more expensive than it's, what's on the window right. sticker. Right? That's right. What's the And it comes back to that side curtain airbag, right. that side that's seat right. mounted airbag. What is it worth? When it, when it saves your child's life. Mm-hmm. So when you think about who makes a better vehicle and why you should buy this vehicle versus that vehicle, you have to start thinking about all these little things. Mm-hmm. And hopefully as a manufacturer or as a dealer, we're doing a good job of Well, that's what I was going to say. If no one ever brings it up to the consumer, chances are the consumer will never know. Well, I'll tell you a great story. You think about that, right? So I had a customer uh, that was in our service department, and I'm calling us out as a store. Okay. This was this was probably six, seven years ago. It really got me to thinking about how we train our salespeople. Um, customer's next door. I'm in service, and, and he's going, hey, you're a salesperson? And I said, I, I can be. I'm, I'm whatever you need me to be. Yeah, we can do that. He goes, I need to get a new car. And I said, okay, well, we can do that. You're in the right spot. Uh, but I'm just curious. Your car looks – I mean, his car had to be two years old. Okay. It was a Corolla, okay. yeah, two years old. So what's wrong? Is it broken? Is it, you know, what's going on? He's like, you know what? For two years, I've been sitting in the seat and I'm sitting on these pillows. I, I, I can't see over the dash. I need to get something that the seat lifts in. Right. I said, well, your seat lifts. Right. I, I didn't know it doesn't. I said, well, take this lever and yeah. do this. You were like, pump, pump it up. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> There's something wrong with you, uh, but we you know we got we we lift the seat. That's up. right. And the one thing that he shared with me is like, man, my salesperson never never told me that I probably mm-hmm. would have paid more for the car. Had right. 
just for simple comfort. So as, as a dealer, make sure that we are paying attention to everything. When we start um, asking for MSRP on a vehicle, mm-hmm. which is a great deal for the consumer, by the way, when we start asking for that or having that payment a little bit higher, you have to ask yourself, did I actually explain everything, the fit and finish? Mm-hmm. Does the customer know why my car, right, is the best car for them to purchase? Correct. It's on us, right? Correct. And it is on us. You know, and, and, and I remember you doing a walk around and we were talking about the bars on the driver's side and the bars in the passenger, or the in the back two doors, right? Yeah. And we go back to cost. It has to be about cost, right? 100%. But again, we go back to the safety of the vehicle, whether you're in it alone or whether your whole family's in the vehicle, right? As far as side impact protection. Well, everything. And it, when it comes out, and, that, and that's what I mean when the consumer goes out and they start thinking about um, who actually makes the best car. I don't know that it's, I don't, I don't know that it's who makes the best car. I think it's more of who makes the best car for you. Oh, I like it. Right. What, what, what things are you needing? Are the, are the dealers that you're mm-hmm. going to, are they taking the time to find out what your needs are, what your wants are, what's going to be important to you? If you at a dealership and they're not finding out exactly what is important to you, um, you probably should find a different dealership. And, well, you know, I'm, I'll call you guys right, out. Right. I'm the first one to tell you, uh, if you didn't spend the time to find out what that customer needs in their vehicle, um, there's no way that you can do a great job of uh, presenting uh, the perfect vehicle. For that you. is correct. And, and, and something I always talk to people about is, is uh, how does it fit? How, how is what you're looking for fit in your life? And as life changes, we have cars that will fit the changes in your life. And so... If you become part of our family, through the years as your life changes, we have vehicles that adapt to your life and change with you, and you make almost a full circle. I have one, I have two stories, but the first one is a very simple one. <laughs> I got two stories. Kids, family with kids, right? Uh-huh. The Sienna, right? Okay. Easy in, easy out um, as far as access, accessibility, room, um, keeping the kids apart, all of that stuff, right? Retired people, Sienna van. Yeah. We have more and more retired people coming in here going, I need a van to get all my friends in so that we can go play golf, so that we can travel from Arizona to Florida, right? And so to keep the, and I call it the tunnel vision, if a salesperson has that tunnel vision of thinking a van is only for a family, well, isn't the retired community family as well in the in their own certain aspect? Well, and I think at that age too, when you think about the a Sienna van or whatever van, whatever yeah. manufacturer right. van you're selling, I think the other thing you have to think about is the ease of entrance and exit. Absolutely, uh, and that's why you see a lot of um, older people buy vans. It's just easier to you don't have to sit down or step mm-hmm. up into that vehicle. Slide it in. makes it makes it a lot easier. And again, I'll go back to it if your um, if your salesperson or your dealer is not taking the time to find out what you're going to use that vehicle for or when you're you know what time are you spending in it right. uh, we are we are doing our industry uh injustice uh, by, by not doing it and you know what it, it, it happens a lot you know a lot of a lot of dealers if you ever when i mystery shop and i walk in a dealership there's a few things i want to i want to feel right i want to feel welcome correct you know i want to i want them to, i want to feel like they want me there right and if i don't get that feeling i'm probably not going to go much further but also i want to feel like i'm being listened to Mm. Right? Is a salesperson asking me the questions to direct me in the right place so I can get what I need out of the? the it's a lot of money. It's a lot. Of, it right? is. It's it's, it's 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 not like going and buying a Snickers candy bar. I, we always say that. I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm I'm getting. I always get this. 
I get the clock, dude. Already? I get I get, I get the clock. We're just getting started get, here. I, I know, but this is one of those conversations that you can have uh, right. all day long. And, and, and to be honest with you, um, who makes the best vehicle? Well, if you're asking me, um, I'm going to tell you Toyota does. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that uh, nobody else makes a good vehicle and you shouldn't right. buy any other vehicle. Um, that just means that if you look at everything, the fit and finish, the, the safety, the, the way that it's engineered, the, the way that they pay detail. attention, yeah. everything, Toyota makes the best vehicle. That is my opinion. And you know what they say about opinions, but uh, usually if I say it, it's, it's pretty close. Well, and you know, <laughs> you didn't even bring up the amount of time that Toyota spends on safety per day. You know what, that, and, and, it, and it's staggering when you think about that. Um, you know, when you think about a manufacturer that spends a million dollars every hour that they're open, every business hour um, on safety alone, just how can we make the vehicle safer? Right. I watched the news the other day, and they were talking about um, uh, pre-collision. Mm. Right? They were talking about uh, they should make every vehicle uh, come standard with pre-collision. Uh, and, and what they're doing is most people don't pay attention when they're driving. Right. right, right, it's I'm, true. I'm the guy. I'm, I'm. If, if, if I'm in my car, I'm not on my phone. I mean, right. you, you. If right. I don't have my Bluetooth set up, I'm probably not going to answer your call. I just think it's more important to pay attention. Is that to what's what going it is? A hundred percent, man. That, I'm, I'm that guy. But uh, now they're saying that pre-collision is a part of. They want it to be a part of every single vehicle. Right. But when I think about that, I think about how far forward Toyota is. With you know, I was watching that article in the news or that news deal, and they were saying how they need to figure out how to, if a car is turning, mm -hmm. that car can pick up that car mm -hmm. turning. Or if a car is coming across, well, guess what, right. folks? Toyota's already doing that. Right. Right? Toyota's been doing that for a little while in most of their vehicles now. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, man, hey, down, whoa. man, down, whoa. <laughs> I felt like I was back in the hood, man, and somebody was busting caps. I was, that was scary. Right. That was freaky. Hey, man, was, what's going on, man? People behind you, they, they that's, nope. that, that's Nick and his four strands yeah. of hair. I think he's upset that his daughter drew this picture about him. So I think he is, too. What was he doing up there? He was worn out, and he fell into the door. Man, it's that's like what happened. You guys didn't even warn me that he was I didn't behind think me. He was going to fall into the door. Guns and right knives there. and stuff like that. I'm surprised he didn't come through the glass. Not the exact. <laughs> Well, now that, now, yeah. hey, now that we've had someone just about fall through our glass window, right. we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll right. get back. Uh, hey, but, my, my second story here, mm -hmm. I, and it's a good one. Had a gentleman come in yesterday, said hello to him in the parking lot. We came, walked back inside, just started a conversation. Ended up here about an hour, right? Going to come back in next Tuesday with his fiance for a Camry. Um, he told me a story that we hear all the time. But, and, and again, this is, if it's for the, the salespeople, if it's for the dealership, or if it's for the consumers out there, he said he has a Camry with 431,000 miles on it. Ooh. And I said, Just well, well done, right? Well done. And 2002. Okay. I said to him, so how's it been? And he goes, well, I want to start out by saying this at 200,000 miles, he hit a deer and he thought well this is this is probably it and the insurance company fixed the car mm -hmm. at 228,000 miles he hit a second deer insurance company fixed it again so that's two accidents right mm -hmm. fixed the car didn't total the car at 290 some thousand miles he was sitting at a sign and was rear-ended 
they fixed the car again. And he said, doesn't make noises when he drives. There's no shaking, no ticking, no, you know, little noises like the glove box moving. And he, I said, so uh, why did you stay in it? And he goes, why wouldn't I? And then I just thought it was really, really cool that he goes, well, I just want another Camry. A hundred percent. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. If you invest the money into something like that and it invests in you right back, and saves it, you saves you through two deer accidents and a rear end. And, a rear end. And, and the fact that it's still fixed because the quality and value of the car is still there even after the accident. Well, a hundred percent. You know, you fix that thing. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, Wilson Toyota's Collision Center is a certified Toyota certified. Uh, Collision Center. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting things fixed right there, we make sure. And the other thing I love about our Collision Center um, here at 2212 South Duff Avenue, uh, short drive for anywhere in Metro, <laughs> um, is um, lifetime warranty on the work. That's right. right. So if we do something, we do it right. But again, how many so times can things. you go and get a certified uh, collision center to do the mm -hmm. work on your car? So if you do have a Toyota and you're looking for someone to do a, a certified, I mean, if we've been through certification. They're, they're all trained. Uh, you come to uh, Wilson Toyota and our collision center, on-site on -site collision center, uh, is a certified uh, to do Toyota work. And I tell you, they do great work on anything. I mean, it's not just mm -hmm. Toyotas. Uh, those guys back there are extremely good. I tell you, man, we got Gino back there. I, I've seen a lot of guys paint cars. I don't know that I've seen a guy as good as yeah, Gino. He's phenomenal. I mean, the, the dude is really good. And, and that whole group back there, everybody You know back what I think why, though? Job. He takes pride in his work. Well, all of them do. If you, if you ever go back there, those guys are just back there on the grind, and they're doing, you know, they're just, and you know, it's hot. You know, it's got to be, you know, 95 degrees outside, right. so that makes it 115 inside that right. building. Uh, you get Gene back there, and he's in a hot box, you know, trying to paint a car. But uh, the attention to detail on those guys and what they do, I just appreciate, you know, the jobs they do. And every time I send a customer back there or I send a car back there, I'm confident that it's going to be you know, just perfect when it comes out. Mm -hmm. So uh, kudos to them. Yeah, shameless plug about that collision center. <laughs> but if you're looking for somebody to do some body work for you or something like that, uh, definitely come check out Wilson Toyota's Collision Center. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're looking for somebody to paint anything you got, I tell you, Gene is the man, dude. So make I sure agree. You, you get a hold I of agree. Gene. And I, every time I get the clock. I, so here's the thing. You were telling me about this customer that came Correct. in. Um, as a salesperson, mm -hmm. and I'm, and I'm going to ask you a question. Why did the customer show up at your dealership? Uh, I think he showed up at our dealership because he was looking for a car to get. Right. Period. He wanted to purchase a vehicle. Right. So so here's my thing uh, as a sales manager to try to help the other sales managers help their salespeople. Uh, I share with you guys all the time. There's always a why and 100% of the right. customers buy, right? Right. Um, so when that customer shows up, what I encourage you guys to do is figure out why. Why, why? did that customer yep. choose? They could have went to any dealership that they could have. That they, that they wanted to. Right. But they chose your dealership for a reason. That means that they've seen something online or they've driven by and seen something there. Correct. That makes them go, I want to go to that dealership. Correct. So as a salesperson, you have to start thinking to yourself, man, let's not waste their time and let's not waste my time. Let's figure out why they showed mm -hmm. up at my dealership. That gentleman lives about 45, 47 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And well, he drove here. And I asked him, what are you in town for? Because I was wondering if he was, you know, if there was some other event he was going on. He came here to our dealership for a Camry. 100%. They specific, so, so as a salesperson, as sales managers, as a store, uh, just understand, share with your um, salespeople, share with your uh, you know sales managers, sit down with them, talk to them, understand that when a consumer shows up at your store, they're coming for a reason. That's Listen, right. I'm cool as all get out, dude. I'm one of the coolest dudes you're going to know. I'm telling <laughs> you, I know you ain't got, you ain't nobody got to tell me, right? I'm the cat's meow, right? When it comes to coolness. <laughs> right? So here's the deal. As cool as I am, 
people don't just come here to hang out with me. No. Right? It, it, it's, right. It's even, even, even with me being Johnny Bravo's cousin, <laughs> right? No one wants to come and hang out. So when a customer comes to your store, you have to realize that they're not there to waste time. They're there to accomplish something. There is a purpose. There is a a purpose. As an industry, as a whole, right, we need to go back to taking care of the consumer, right? How do we miss that? Salespeople take care of themselves, right? Hey, man, it's lunchtime, bro. I got to get out of here. You know, he don't look like he can buy. Or Or it's 20 to close. And that person drove 47 minutes to get here, but it's 20 to close. Come on now. And he was rushing, right? Right. That's a whole nother topic. Right. And That's it something is. that we can get and into. Um, you know, they probably passed a couple school buses or, right. um, you know, did things like that. They ain't supposed to do right. uh, in a hurry. She broke a couple speed limits. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> before we go too far here, I knew where you were going with that. Take it. Take it. Okay, I can't. Okay, I, hey, I got to get off. No, there's a re- there is we a reason, stop. though, that I put Tina up there. One, for uh, accomplishment, right? Um, game changer. Two, when you think about someone who changes the game, I think it's Toyota. Well, hey, man, I'm glad you brought up Toyota, and I'm glad you brought up Tina Turner, but we got to get rolling now. I the see river, her freaking bro. out, and I so, do it on purpose every time now. So, listen, hey, remember, uh, get after us on Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> at Wilson of Ames. If you're a Facebook TikTok person, it's Wilson Toyota of Ames. Uh, we want to say thank you for joining us at Midwest Man. Thank you, and everyone. Again, if you want to get down with the get down, hang out with the big dog. That's at Big Strong. Two G's when you're as big as I am, and add big strong one on that Insta chat. Again, thank you guys for joining <laughs> thank us. Thank you, everyone. Midwest Mayhem. We're Let's out. Let's go. The best.